You ready for this deal, Jimbo? Fire in a hole. <laughs> Old stories like long lost friends Rodeos and late night bends History before our time Round pens and pasture rides Cowboys of the Osage Howdy, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Cowboys of the Osage podcast, brought to you by the Ben Johnson Cowboy Museum, located in historic downtown Pahuska, Oklahoma. Hey, it's Cody over here, and as always, I have my main man with me, <clears throat> Mr. Rodeo Historian himself, Jimbo Snively. Good morning, Jimbo. Good to see you. What the heck do we got going on today? Hey, Cody boy. It's just another great day in the Osage, and wow, what a weekend. You know, we just finished up. We had the Ben Johnson, the big Ben Johnson days. We had the ranch rodeo, the junior ranch rodeo, the women's ranch rodeo, and finished up with the dummy roping and the wild cow milking and the famous Ben Johnson Memorial Steer Roping. What a weekend. Wow, it was. And, I, and it looked like a, just a tremendous success to me. Of course, you were on the business end of it. Was it a success, or are we going to have it again? Or? Oh, yeah, we're going to make it bigger and better for next year. I've already started work on it, Jimbo. I know, and I've already heard some of the – New ideas, and it's going to be, but it just gets bigger and better every year. I just can't believe it. All the people that came to town for the Ben Johnson days. Yeah, it was it was pretty wild. We had people from every corner of the United States. They made their track here, and uh, they loved it, Jimbo. Everybody just loved it and had a great time during Ben Johnson days this year. Oh, I believe it. I was here at the museum there uh, a couple of days before the weekend started, and there was already people coming to town from from God knows where wanting to go to the the parties and stuff, you know. Oh, yeah, speaking of parties. Did you make it over there to that Artisans of the West no, party? No, I didn't. I didn't. I know you're having to feed the chickens that night, I had, probably. Well, I got to put them up. <laughs> Coons will get them if you don't. Yeah. Yeah. I tell you what, it was a heck of a party. They had a draw. You know, and I think it was a sold-out event. Huge, huge chuck wagon dinner went right along with it. You know, they had some of the very best in the world. Guys from all the way in Argentina brought their wares here to show with the, the the Artisans of the West, Ben Johnson Day's Artisans of the West show and uh, sale. Um, it was really spectacular, Jimbo. Well, it is. Just the setting down there in that old Constantine Theater is, is just worth the going to it just to see that theater, the way they've redone it. And it's about the oldest running theater in Oklahoma, isn't it? Yeah, I think it might be possibly the oldest continuous continuously ran theater in the state of Oklahoma. It's the second oldest theater in Oklahoma. I know that. Well, it's beautiful. It's great. You know, they had the guys from Argentina there. They had the bit and sperm makers there. They had the saddle makers there. They had the chuck wagon. They had the drinks rolling. Oh, it looked like a big time, for sure. And it ran all week. People were able to enjoy the, the exhibition and sell all week long right there. Yeah, they can just downtown. come and go, can't they, during the week. Oh, yeah. And it was pretty neat. They brought that chuck wagon in, and, you know, they got fireboxes now, Jimbo, that can uh, sit right on top of the street, and they can have a chuck wagon cook off just about anywhere now. They don't even have to dig a hole. 
to cook in. Can you believe it? Who brought that this year? Um, I don't know where they drove that chuck wagon in from, but they knew what they were doing. Man. It was delicious meal, meal fajitas. Oh, everything tastes good like that. Oh, yeah. You can't beat fajitas anyway. They're pretty hard to mess up. Right. Made with this good Osage County beef. It was yep. pretty darn good. Yep. That was the first event of the week. It got the week kicked off. And I tell you what, what a way to kick the week off right there, Jimbo. It was just an unbelievable evening. And, you know, you got lucky this year. The weather was just perfect. I mean, we had a little storm there Saturday night, but it, it was a beautiful weekend of weather. Yeah, that storm just helped cool it off a yeah. little bit. Yeah. Give us a little bit of cloud cover for the rest of the weekend. I mean, you could yeah. not ask for better weather right here in the you, middle of June. You couldn't Alaska. Do, it, do it up any better. Uh, there's been a few times I thought I was going to melt out oh, there. Oh, I know. Not this year. No. Holy moly. Best weather I've, that I can really remember, and I've been to a bunch of them. All them old timers were really smiling down on us this weekend, right. I feel sure. like. Anyway, the next party was uh, Thursday night. I attended it. The uncorked party thrown by the Pahuska Chamber of Commerce. It was just a, an amazing party, Jimbo. Now, they had some artwork out there, too, didn't they? Oh, yeah. They, they had it at the big, uh, right there in the big, uh, <laughs> sorry, someone's trying to call me here, Jimbo. Oh, you're busy, man. They had it right there in the big ag building, right there at uh, the fairgrounds. Right. Right there at the fairgrounds. Right. And the one I intended was here on Main Street that time. Yeah, they used to have it at the Chamber of Commerce right. and have it in a tent there, and they really outgrew it having mm -hmm. it there. And then they had it at Rees Mercantile, and they outgrew it having it there because, you know, it looks like close to a 1,000 people attend that event. This thing just keeps getting bigger. What, where's it going? Uh, all the way to the top, Jimbo. This is going to be the probably right behind Cheyenne Frontier Days is number two Western celebration in America. Then we're going to be nipping right at their heels. I like the years. way you think. <laughs> anyway, you were talking about that art. You know, they invite artists from all over the world, painters. Not all over the world, all over the state. Right. All over the state. I was kind of blowing it out of proportion. Well, we there. are the world here. Yeah. The way we think of ourselves. <laughs> yeah, they invite artists from all over the state. You know, painters, sculptors, jewelry makers. It was just an unbelievable evening, Jimbo. And... Uh, you know, they had some good tri-tip steaks for us. and They have the best food at that thing. And uh, uncorked, they had the wine rolling too, Jimbo. That's how it got its name, isn't it? Oh, yeah. I, I drank a big old deal of water the next morning and got drunk all over again. <laughs> that's, how, that's how that wine does you. Oh, man. It snuck up on you. And then yeah. it snuck up on me the next day when I got thirsty from sweating. Wow. It was really something. Then that next morning, you wouldn't believe the trade show people rolling in for the trade show that goes right along with, with the ranch rodeo there, Jimbo. I was walked up there Saturday night, and there were a bunch of them outside. They didn't even have room for them all inside. We sold out the inside floor of the trade show and had overflow outside, several booths outside. It was right. crazy. Right. What was that one guy, Cactus Jack? Was that his name? <laughs> Cactus Jack. He had that old 1936 school bus out there with oh, the big yeah. horns on it. That was cool looking. I'm yeah. surprised you didn't try to deal him out of that. I did. I did. He wouldn't part with it, Jimbo. He said him and his dad built that thing a long time ago. Wow. Couldn't put a price on a sentimental value. No. I no. sure tried, though, awful hard. I bet you did. I sure tried awful hard. I would have liked to have me one of those. But that John Israel Cowboy trade show we had in conjunction with the Ranch Rodeo, it, it just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger every year. 
you know, I think the first year we started off with about 30 vendors. Last year we had about 40 vendors. This year we we're right at 70 vendors, Jimbo. And I heard you say that you might make a little more room where you'd even have more vendors next year. Yeah, I think we're going to shorten the arena up and make the trade show floor just a tad bit bigger and bring some more people in to sell their wares. You know, it was just absolutely unbelievable. We had guys from the National Bitten Spur and Saddle Collectors Association. A slew of those old guys were there with all their old collectible bits and spurs and saddles and a lot of good using stuff too, you know, the old stuff that's hard to find. And, you know, we had hat makers there. We had boot makers there. We had buckle makers there. We had painters there. We had people selling jewelry there, saddle makers there. You name it at the John Israel Cowboy Trade Show. You know, it was just an unbelievable trade show. And uh, a local girl, we put her in charge of it right here. Her name's Molly Lawson. She just really did a, a jam-up job with it, and I tipped my hat to her. It was a great trade show. No matter where you're at, it would have competed with anybody's trade show, Jimbo. Yeah, and, uh, and maybe the best part about it, John Israel, the namesake, he was sitting right there greeting people. You could go by and shake John's hand, visit with him. And uh, Alan Keller was there. I mean, we had quite a, uh, a yeah. deal going there. John, if you know John, any at all, um, you know, he had his he had his signature vehicle in there, his car with his trailer hooked on it, sitting right there, a whole little camp set up. His family came in for it, and, you know, he was right at the front door. You couldn't miss him. If you walked in, if you know who he was, right. he was there greeting everybody, and he was just so happy to see everybody, and he was very overwhelmed by the amount of vendors there. And, and you know, a lot of the people, they come just because it's in his honor because he's such a great man, such a well-loved and well-liked man, you know. He's a living legend. No doubt about it. For sure. I expect him to go down as a great Westerner in that Cowboy Hall of Fame someday. Right. You should, for sure. Great guy. He's a Hall of Famer to us, that's for sure. You know, I hate to take any attention. I hate to break away from the trade show and the rodeo and stuff, but, you know, that guy's pretty historic himself. He grew up on that Lowry Ranch with Fred Lowry, one of the one of the guys that just really reinvented the, the sport of steer roping, kind of made it, took it into this modern era that we have now. And he lived there with the great show at Webster. That's where he grew up at. So. Right. You know, John Israel's seen, and he's done a lot, and he knows yeah. what he's talking about on something, too. Oh, sure. Like I say, I, I, he's just a legend. That's all I can say about him. Such a peaceful man and a horse yeah. lover on top of it. Yeah, couldn't it be a nicer, easier-going guy than John Israel. Never heard a bad word said about him. Nope. <laughs> From anybody. And he won't say a bad word about anybody either, you know. I've never even heard him say a bad word before. No. I don't think At he knows all. any. I know. He's hanging out with Alan Keller. He's heard a few yeah, bad words. He might learn some but, new tricks. <laughs> but he dang sure ain't saying any of them. No. Also going on the same weekend, Jimbo, was the 89th annual Osage County Cattlemen's Association Convention and Luncheon. And I heard they had over 100 cars on that tour. This ain't even the tour. I'm talking about the it. luncheon. I know it. Yeah, there was almost a 1,000 people at that luncheon, Jimbo. But they had a heck of a turnout. They did. You know, they look into it. They get it. They With the price of your admission, there's a, you get a big steak dinner with it. You learn all about the cattle industry, the cattle industry around here, how it pertains to us. And uh, they've been having that deal for 89 years, so that's right. really saying something. That's one of the longest probably conventions going on in the state of Oklahoma. Yeah. They came right 
pretty close to my house. Actually, they went to the Brad Fuller Ranch here behind Pershing, and then the Chuck Hall Ranch, and finished up on what a lot of the locals know as the old Blanton Ranch, which is now. Well, you're talking about the ranch tour. I'm still yeah. Oh, yeah. on the convention yeah, you're, you're and luncheon. Yeah. I jumped ahead of We ain't even got to the okay. ranch tour okay. yet. Let's go ahead and jump. It was Saturday morning. Saturday morning. 100 plus cars. We'll, we'll go back to Friday night here in a little bit. Yeah. Over yeah. 100 cars on the ranch tour. What is the ranch tour, Jimbo? Well, it started out, you know, of uh, people showing their cattle to buyers. You know, they'd travel around to these different ranches and they'd kind of get them gathered up uh, near the fence or the corrals or whatever, you know, where people could see them. And uh, it's just grown from that every year. And uh, this year, like I say, they went plumb out almost to Gray Horse and made a big circle back down by Hominy and the Bufords and all that bunch and out to Pershing. And They went by the Bar K where they had the Delbert Kyler yep, roping. Yep, yep. I heard that a bunch of ropers were running late for the rope and they couldn't get up there because the ranch tour was so darn big. You know, they were just taking their time, yep. tooling it up, not baking a bunch of dust driving down the right, dirt roads. Right. Ropers are trying to get there. Oh, I heard yeah. it got a little hairy right around the Bar K during the ranch tour. <laughs> They might have planned that different next year. <laughs> yeah, that that I guess that'd be the only thing was if a roper missed the roping right. the ranch tour. But hey, you got to plan accordingly when you go yeah. to a, a rodeo yeah. or a roping. Get there early. Yeah, right for sure. But it was a big deal. They finished up there at the Blanton Ranch, uh, which is Gantner drumming now, and had a big barbecue and stuff. I heard it was a heck of a good time. And too. our buddy with the bus with the horns on it, he took it through the ranch tour with a Really? <laughs> yeah, loaded up a bunch of old lo- bunch of local folks and drove them all through it. Wow. I bet that's neat. So what you're trying to tell me, let me get this straight. Originally this ranch tour was started to market the cattle around here. They'd tour through all the ranches, kind of have a tour and and they would uh take their cattle up by the fence and show them what kind of stock they were working right, with. Right. And the buyers they They'd take in wine and dine them afterwards and try to sell them cattle. Yeah, yeah, or buy them right there. You know, they, if there's several buyers there, you might get a little bidding deal going. Might get know? a deal going right there. Yeah, right. You know, we actually got a great big, huge pitcher that came out of an old cafe, Brown's Old Cafe here in town. And uh, it hung up there real high. And it's of an old ranch tour here from probably back in the 40s, Jimbo. I guess that's the era of those, of those cars in that. And, uh, it shows them they have all the cattle pushed up in the corner right there by the road, and you know there's hundreds of cars going by it. So I know that's quite a been, tradition here in Osage County. Yeah, it's almost seeming like you know we're just showing off what we have around here now, you know, rather than being a cattle buying ranch tour. Yeah, but I bet there's still some cattle traded hands right on that tour. Oh yeah, no doubt. Just to this day, you know, we've got the best grass in the United States. You know, the strongest blue stem grass. And uh, fattens and makes some of the best cattle because of that. So yeah, they got some great, some great sprawling ranches around oh, here. Big ranches, big ranching, and just some really, really famous old ranches oh, yeah. too. It's historic ranches. You know, a lot of them's been in the same family for over a hundred years, and that's yep. really saying something. It really is. It really is. And uh, you know, a lot of the old original families—they're all still here. I know. Just handed down. They keep the tradition going. It's amazing. It's a lot of work. Yeah, it is a lot of work. It's not always easy, and you don't always have good years like they're having right now. They're they're doing pretty good with the cattle prices today, but you know you have ebbs and flows, and and sometimes it's a grind just to make it. You know. Let's talk about this ranch rodeo we had. Boy, howdy, Jimbo! It was one for the books, one of the biggest ones yet. 
Well, I went Saturday night, and I, I guarantee it's the most people I've ever seen in that building. Yeah, I don't even know how many people, because I think we didn't think about the gate back by the sheriff's office. Between the track and the sheriff's office, that lot was full, and people could just walk right in right there, Jimbo. We didn't even think about that part. Well, they probably put a tip in the tip jar, sure. Yeah, surely. Surely they did. Surely, surely they but, did. Uh, and, you know, you, you think that old building might be kind of hot, but they've got these biggest old fans in that sucker, and you can just feel the breeze when you're sitting there, you know. You know what the name of that fan company is, Jimbo? You're going to laugh when I tell well, you. I've got an idea. What is it? It's called Big Ass Fans. That's the name <laughs> of it. It's a fan company. They are. I'll they put them in indoor arenas all over the United States. And uh, they really do cool it off in yeah, there. Yeah, they do. I mean, it was 90 degrees outside. I know it. And uh, Those fans blow your hat off. Dang near, won't they? Yep. Dang near. You know, the Ranch Rodeo this year had a waiting list and uh, had a purse of over $50,000, Jimbo. I couldn't believe when I saw what those checks were for first place their Saturday night. Oh, yeah. So I think first place paid nearly $11,000. Second place paid nearly $9,000. Probably amazing. seven and five. I don't know if it followed. It to paid the as good course. as the steer open. I, I think mean, it might have paid better than the steer open that's this That's amazing. Year. You know, for a ranch rodeo, you don't think of it as a, as a big payday like that, but it was. Plus, a ticket punch, plus a team punched their ticket to go to the World Championships in Amarillo, the Lonesome Pine Ranch out of Cedar Point, Kansas. Congratulations to those boys. They'll have gas money to get down there for sure. But nipping at their tail – Second place was drumming, landing cattle. Dang it, they were close to <laughs> punching their ticket to Amarillo. I was hoping one of our local teams would get in there, Jimbo. I know what I was pulling for, but I, I honestly don't know enough about to even know how they keep score. In that. Yeah, there's a lot of ins and outs. That's the reason we hire the good judges, Jimbo. Right, right. We hire the actual judges they use at the World Championship in Amarillo. So Yeah, this wasn't no rinky-dink deal. No, it was a big deal for a, for a ranch rodeo paid about $11,000 to win. If if they won any of the events, I think they were like $3,000 an event to win. So it adds up quick. And they had that junior bronc ride, you know, their Saturday night. Oh, yeah, we kicked both nights off with the junior ranch bronc ride, and that was our first event. Those horses were ranker than the PRCA, I believe. I think so, too. Those poor little kids, boy, they carried a couple of them out. But, boy, they were gamers, though. They, they were ready to. Do it again. I think three or four of them rode the first night, and then one of them rode the second night. Them little ponies got oh, a lot were, of rank. They were getting it. Holy moly. And, uh, you know, I'm not going to be surprised if we have a major, major bronc rider come out of this junior ranch bronc that we have right here because a couple of them boys can really handle it. Right. And you know there's some more wanting to be that are going to be working on it. They're going to want, want to play next year. The boy that won, it's only 10 years old, Jimbo. He was he rode two rank little ponies. I know. It's crazy. It was pretty wild. That second night, there was some uh, little kids limping around there for the oh, rest yeah, of the I night. Oh, yeah, I know. They were helping them out of the arena, but they're tough little boogers. But everyone of them limping around, they had a line of 20 kids behind them. They were definitely yeah. definitely the heroes of all the kids out there at the ranch. Rodeo. Oh, they were the heroes, and they were rock stars, and they healed up in time to get those prizes there at the end, too. Oh, yeah. Everybody, everybody is patting them on the back, telling them what a good job they've done, good ride. Right. Tough luck, cowboy, if they got bucked off. It was just, uh, it was just great. And, you know, it's, I love giving you know, our younger kids a chance to come up because, honestly, 
who's going to be riding them in the open bronc riding Jimbo if we don't foster these kids coming up a place to learn and, and get in front of a crowd and get on some broncs, you know? And I wonder how many kids were sitting in the stands that night that thought that they wanted to do it next year, you know, or are going to get attracted to the sport just because of that. Well, you never know. I know. You never know. And uh, I look for big things out of some of these boys, and I hope some more keep coming up that want to do their junior ranch bronc riding around here. Wow, this, this isn't just rodeo capital world. It's, I mean, you know, steer roping capital world. It's cowboy capital world, too, I believe. It for sure is. It for sure is. And uh, let's just go right into our junior WRCA ranch rodeo. The kid, Braxton Zebel, the 10-year-old I was telling you about, the one that won it, his team, going for broke, they also punched a ticket to the Junior Ranch Rodeo World Championships in Amarillo. What a thrill that's got to be. You know, that kid had him a big old weekend, Braxton. Oh, I bet that hat just barely fit his head. You know it. You know it. And uh, we're sure proud of him, and he, he sure did a good job along with the rest of his team. The Carnies were in on that team, and I think that Wilder Davis kid was in there. He's also a good little bronc rider. And that's got to be a crowd favorite, too, to watch those kids get out there and compete like that. Well, it is me, and I, like I said, I just want to keep young cowboys coming up so we can keep having this ranch rodeo year in and year out or this, you know, steer roping or anything, Jimbo, because yeah. if we don't have kids coming up to do it, right? who's going to do it? Nobody. We Man, you want, were too old and crippled to and even think about it. We don't want them Wyoming and Utah and all them bunch to just dominate it. No, we got to get these Okies. Right. We got to – we got to get these Okies it back in the deal. Can't all be steer rovers. Boy, howdy. We had a Calcutta for the ranch rodeo, and <clears throat> I took a bid, and I did something to my vocal cords there, so I don't know if you can hear it a little bit in me, Jimbo. I somehow lost my voice just taking bids in the Calcutta during the ranch rodeo. I know it. You called me the next morning. You were really bad, but you're a lot better now. Yeah, I'm about I'm, – I'm back on the men now. You're not 100%, but you're getting close. You know what else we also had, Jimbo? Women's Ranch Rodeo action. It was a heck of a good ran women's ranch rodeo. They got that sucker done in less than two hours. How did our girl uh, Gaggin do? She said they had team. it won and ended up winning, set, uh, going out of the average on their last event. Something happened to her. Yeah. Wow. I know she was there helping her in the ranch rodeo there Saturday night riding around out there. Was she? Yeah. Well, she's a hand. She may have oh, been yeah. on a team. She may have been on one of the WRC. I don't think so. Teams. She just looked like she was just helping. But yeah, we had a women's ranch rodeo. It ran off great, and you know we also hold the women's ranch rodeo national finals right here in Pahaska. I think it's the second or third week in I know. October every year. I know. So be That's sure really a big deal. Check our schedule for that if you want to come. Um, no. It's coming up this October sometime, right. and it's a heck of a deal. Right. We're crowning a world champion right here in Pasca. Woman's Ranch Rodeo Won't be World the first Champion. Time. We're the home of the champions. That's right. That's right. And then Saturday night, we're not even done with Saturday yet. It was such a big weekend. So much happened. Right when that rodeo kicked off, we kicked up the Tulsa Playboys. And man, what a show did they put on. Boy, they sound good, you know. Our old friend Rodney Lay, he was there playing bass. And, you know, they, and they had some lady singer, and I did, never did catch her name, but, boy, she sounded good, too, with them. Oh, yeah. Our old buddy Ray Bingham, he said, the boys are looking good tonight. Right, right. 
Right. And every one of them was about 79 or 80. Right. So. <laughs> but, well, they could still play. Oh, yeah. They hadn't forgot. And what know. amazed me, Cody, was the little bitty kids running around out there dancing to that music. Yep. I loved it that we kept it traditional. We took it all back traditional. These guys, all they played was, you know, all the old Bob Wills favorites and, and from that era, too. You know, Did they it, play Milk Cow Blues? Nah, I think so. Because we were wanting, we were wanting to wait around, but I had to put the chickens up again. So. <laughs> well, it's a good thing you did because we had a we were right on the edge of a huge storm. It, it that stormed as soon as I got home, so I didn't get to hear it all. But it was great. Can you believe that storm? Well, all we got was a little wind here, and it blew some rain off of it because the wind was blowing so hard. But just south of us, they still don't have electricity, and they're not supposed to have it till the end of the week or first of next week. I know it's crazy. about the whole town of Tulsa heat, too. That's hard on people, you know that. That's really a bad deal. They run out of gas down there. They run out of gas in, in Quick Trip in Barnesville there for a while, that North Quick Trip. Well, I think they're coming to Pahaska. There was a line all the way around Formby's yesterday. Right. Holy yeah. moly. They've run plumb out of gas in Tulsa. They ain't got no electricity. Well, they're back to the pioneer times in Tulsa. I know. Boy, this is a tough time of year to be roughing it. <laughs> There's no Teslas driving around there today. Yeah. These people today aren't tough enough to go without air conditioner i don't think well i ain't either holy well, moly I know it. it's been 95 degrees 95 percent humidity out there jimbo our ancestors they opened the window and if they were lucky enough they had a fan to stick in the window and suck in some cool air at night but that's the reason most people growing growing up no one spent much time in the house jimbo yeah i know there's a lot of outside chores to be done yeah those houses were hot in the in the breeze and in the shade some, somewhere right. Right. but <laughs> don't stick around that house Nope. Only more, unless you have a dugout. And then more pioneer women, you had to cook in those houses and stuff. Can you imagine? I'd be grilling or something. Tough. you think they'd be grilling they outside. They didn't do that. They didn't have charcoalers and stuff back then. Those women stood over them old cook stoves and baked that bread and made all that stuff. And just I'd tough. have been Dutch oven in it. Yeah, it's a tough life. <laughs> they didn't know any better, though, I guess. That's what they're doing down in Tulsa. They're going back to the pioneer yeah. days. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Woo. I don't even know why I think that's so funny, Jimbo. I'm sorry. <laughs> God be with everybody in Tulsa right. for sure. Right. It's a bad deal for them. It's not it funny. Really but sometimes cowboys laugh at the weirdest things. Yep. And then Sunday, Jimbo. The cherry on the Sunday. First talk about you open the museum up, free admission Sunday morning from 9 to 12, and it was packed. Yeah, they all came here to see you, no, Jimbo. No, they didn't come to see me, but they, they, there was a lot of people here. Jimbo mm -hmm. made his first public personal appearance. He had a line of folks wanting to talk to him about the podcast. Well, and we his, did have a lot of podcast fans, and we really appreciate them coming by. Oh, yeah. We had, them, we had podcast fans from Iowa. And, I mean, they were from all over. Kansas, Texas. You know, all like you said, all over, and, and they'd tell me things about the podcast that I didn't even know. I forgot, you know. <laughs> Here the other day, remember that one guy told he told you the your his favorite podcast was the, was one you weren't even on, and he didn't know you weren't on. I know it. I know it. He, <laughs> but uh, the Terry Post Tract one. Yeah, I know it. I know it. That's one I miss. But, <laughs> but they were great. You know, we we love our fans. That's for sure. Well. It's Glad just to know nice to know that a few people appreciate what yeah. we do, Jimbo. Yeah. We're yeah. not just talking to ourselves. Here. Right. I know. At least 10 people like us, At Jimbo. least 10. At least 10. Yep. We opened the – we wanted everyone to get in here, 
get a feel for what the roping was about, get a feel for our area and some of the great people from the area. And, you know, you can learn all the history on the roping, talk to you about it, and uh, just go in there knowing all the history when you come to watch the roping on Sunday. Right. I know it. It was great. That was a good idea. We, we'll have to do that again next year. Who, who came in the furthest that you remember on that Sunday morning? Uh, oh, there was a guy from, uh, I think, South Dakota. Oh, yeah, I met him. Yeah, yeah. I met him. He was a big podcast fan. A lot of Texas people, you know, western Oklahoma, Kansas. Larry Haley from Buffalo, Kansas. I thought he said was Buffalo, Oklahoma. He said, no, Kansas. (laughs) He said, I watch them every week and said, and and all of Buffalo does too. Everybody in Buffalo too. (laughs) All six of them. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Well, you didn't have to say that. No, I know. We love Buffalo, Kansas. (laughs) That's a good little community. And I know Larry Haley. He's a good yeah, old guy. I know. And I just met him, and he, he was – and I sat with him at the rope, and he's a nice guy. I know. He ain't a nicer guy. Nope. Actually, he tried to give me his uh, Western Horseman collection here a while back. Really? Mm-hmm. You know, here a while back, I bought like 30 Longhorn Skulls from him. Big ones, too. Right. And I put them all in the back of the Suburban with me. <laughs> Where are they at now? Oh, I – uh I drove them to Gallup, New Mexico, and sold them oh. to a guy. He's supposed to save me four or five of them back, but I hadn't seen my four or five. Yeah, he's gonna put turquoise all over them. And, oh, cool! I think he ran off with the ones I gave him. <laughs> well, one of those deals. You yeah, live and learn. I learn a lot of hard lessons right. sometimes, Jimbo. Right. And then at eleven o'clock that morning, after you got well, why you had the museum open? We were out there dummy roping, Jimbo. Right, I know it. You wouldn't believe how many dummy ropers we had this year. Like. 50 dummy ropers are better. So it's growing just like everything else. Well, I don't know if it's growing, but it sure looked like it was bigger than normal to me. Right. And uh, it now was Now, do great. the girls, do they do separate, or are they just right in there with the boys? We just run everybody together. Right. That's something to think about next mm-hmm. year. But we run everybody together, and I did a little bit different format this year. Normally, we go ahead and finish the whole dummy roping, 11 o'clock in the morning, and we bring the winners out, mm-hmm. give them the prizes in the arena. Mm-hmm. This year, I stopped it when there was two or three dummy ropers. It just depends how it landed. And we made them match it out in the middle of the big arena, Jimbo. Right. And that had to be a thrill for them little guys, for sure. Oh, yeah. And they roped good. I thought they might get the bucks a little bit in front of all those people. They roped good. Yep. Every one of them roped good, and I was sure proud of each and every one of those kids. And. You know, one of those I, winners had a he'd get a big old loop and just throw an old slosher out there and he'd curl figure eight around him <laughs> every time. He boy, he had a good lick. Yep. Oh yeah, that one kid. He had the most interesting loop I've ever seen and caught the yeah. majority of the ones oh, yeah. he threw at yeah. too. So might be something I might try one of these days, Jimbo. Right, it worked right. for him. He sure did. Might work for me. Right. That little deal he did, it sure opened it up at the end. Something yeah. you don't see every single day right. for sure. We made those kids match it out in the big pen in front of everybody. And then when we crowned the champions, I made them hold their, <laughs> their winnings up to, right. the big, to the big grandstands. And, you know, it sounded like a pretty big roar all the way across to those kids. Had to be a thrill. Had to be. And it was to their parents, too. And everybody else in attendance, you know. It was, it was just it was yeah, good watching. Yeah, kids up there in the audience thinking they're going to do that next year, you know. Yep. And have a chance for that. That's right. And uh, they just did good. Bring them out there in the arena like it. Well, we had to bring up the pressure a little bit, bring up the prestige a little bit. Right. Match it out. 
right. sudden death style. Right. I liked it. I did too. <laughs> and then when you and when they tied, you'd move, you'd draw the line back a little bit further, keep getting further away until it finally got too far away from one of them. One of those kids was last year's champion and uh Chet Heron's kid. Yeah, yeah. He's a roping dude. Yep. Yep. You can tell. I just like seeing these multi-generational ropers coming up, you know. Oh, yeah. Keep the sport growing. You know, there are several, including Chet himself, there were several guys at that roping on Sunday. One of the first ropings they ever entered was that dummy roping right at the Ben Johnson steer roping. Really? Yes, sir. They've been having that for quite some time. And uh, there's been a lot of guys, Riley O'Rourke. There's been a slew of guys that – that was the first roping they ever entered. Now they're actually roping in the big roping at the place where they're roping in the dummy roping. So I'm really, I really like to see that, Jimbo. Oh, yeah. You bet. That, that's great. I loved it. And most of them are multi-generational cowboys. You know, we've these ropers' kids are just coming up and taking after their dads, boys, girls, and all of them. Yeah, it's a great sport. High noon, we had the Calcutta. And boy, howdy, it was a big one. That's what I heard. There was more money in the Calcutta this year than there was the roping, Jimbo. Can you believe that? Yeah, that that I, I'm glad to see it coming back like that. It, it used to be that way back in the '60s, you know, stuff big Calcuttas. And glad to hear that it's coming back a little. If you don't know what one is, just come and play in one, and you'll find out real right. quick. Now it's a way to get involved and cheer on a roper. It's right. real fun. Yeah, but it was the biggest one they've had in several years, Jimbo, and we had a lot of. A lot of people playing in it, and we appreciate them all, too. You bet. You appreciate bet. everybody that took the time to come and play in that Calcutta. You bet. Who had that boy that won all them go-arounds? I don't know. All around, tied Wasn't the fastest me. steer. That's you know, what I want. That person, I, I figured it up. They won well over $10,000, Jimbo. Wow. Yeah, he placed in all three rounds, won the short goal, won the third go-around, the fastest steer of the day. Just went out of the average on one of them. Yeah, I know. Just want to can you imagine if he wouldn't have went out of the average on that one? Well, he might not tie those others fast though then either. Well, you never know. Never know. And then at one o'clock, Jimbo, the big 69th annual Ben Johnson Memorial Steer Roping. Cody, I like the way you had them line up out in the arena too. That was old style, and that's the way I remember it as a kid. And the way we did it was a few times I roped in it, and that, it just looked good lined up out there. Oh yeah, the flag on each end. We got a good, we got a good picture of it. You know, we just wanted to do it just like the first one, Jimbo. Who are those flag girls, by the way? <laughs> yeah, I'm real proud of the flag girls. It was Daisy and Ellie, my little girls. Yeah, they did a great job. And they made the whole little routine up and everything. They did really? a good job. Yes. Yeah, they did do a good job. They, it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. Then they they did it for the uh, for the ranch rodeo too. Right. We had a couple boys do it the first night. <laughs> they didn't have a routine or nothing. No. They didn't even know what they were doing. So we had yeah. to bring out the big guns for right. the rest of the week. Absolutely. And, um, you know, what would you think about the roping, Jimbo? It was good. It was the best crowd, Cody, I've seen in a long time. It really was. Uh, the, the bleachers on the east side were full. I mean, just packed. And, uh, and the grandstand on the other side was almost full. And then back north from the grandstand, tents just way almost down the end arena. On the east side, tents and trailers backed up with awnings from the buck and shoot all the way down. You know, it's kind of, it just reminded me of the old days a little bit. And it was good roping, good long score. Uh, cattle were good. It was just a, a, and weather, like I say, it was the, it was the most pleasant 
Ben Johnson's steer rope, and I can remember in a long time. <laughs> the humidity was down. That storm had come through, and it just kind of cooled everything off. The humidity wasn't bad. It was just a perfect day. There's a lot to live up to after this year. I know, Jimbo. I know. Right down to the weather. It couldn't have been any more I know, beautiful. I know. They you, did calling, a great, you did a great job on that, Cody. It, it was a great show. And we really got lucky on the weather. All yeah. those storms blew around us. We didn't, we didn't have to deal with any of them. So. Right. And the wild cow milking was great. Uh, you know, I thought that really – what was the deal about the boy didn't have a bottle with him? Well – he there ran were, the farthest, too. Yeah, the, the very first team backed in the box, and they nodded for their cow before they got their bottle and left. Anyway, they ran that cow all the way to the back of the arena, 585 feet to the back, and he got down there and didn't have a bottle. He went ahead and milked her in his mouth and ran 585 <laughs> feet all the way back, got there. We had to give him a no time, and he wasn't real happy. He wanted to be mad at me at first because he didn't have his wild cow milking bottle, and... This and that. And I told him, I said, well, it's about like one of these steer ropers backing up in the box without their picking strings. Same difference. I can't make sure you have your equipment for you. And then he got to thinking about it. Yeah. Came and apologized to me after yeah. a while. Okay. Yeah, that was he, a long run. Oh, it was a heck of a run. <laughs> <laughs> and they were playing the music. Or something like yeah, that. That was great. It and was then great. you kind of threw a ringer on us there between the third and the short goal and the you know, I, I thought I was pretty close to the situation, knew about everything that was going to happen, and, and that gump, the one-armed bandit, didn't show up. Yeah, it was a secret surprise for everybody. The the bandit, we weren't sure if he was going to be able to make it, so we didn't advertise him being there. But he called me. He drove all night to get back from wherever he was across the United States. He was in North Carolina. I don't even know. Somewhere quite right. a ways away. And uh, he drove all night, got home at 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning, called me. Eight o'clock in the morning, wanted to know if I wanted to be there, and I said, "Get, get on over here." And it was just a great surprise for everybody. And what a show he put on! Oh yeah! <laughs> Holy moly! What about his grandson, grandson coming in the arena? Coming out with that old bucking mule, you know, <laughs> him popping that whip, <laughs> and, and that was great. And then turned them three big old Watusis out, and his daughter come pulling in that big rig and that long trailer with the ramp on it. It, it was just, a, he, of course, we knew he puts on a good show. But for those that hadn't seen it, it's just a great show. And uh, there was only one experienced show animal in that show on Sunday, and the rest, a couple others, you know, they hadn't been in a whole lot of shows. Really? So it went a little better than they were anticipating it. Yeah, it was great. And, and a surprise, you know, and I think that's what really was good about it. Nobody was expecting it. Oh, yeah. It was great. I'd, anytime I get a chance to watch the One-Armed Bandit, oh, I'm going yeah. to, for yeah. sure. The best. It's the best, most original, top-of-the-line Wild West show act there is going. Yeah, and, and justly awarded. I mean, you know, how many times he won the, the act of the year? Fifteen times. PRCA dress act of the year. Specialty yeah. act of the year. So we're not the only one that likes him. <laughs> we're pretty partial to him, though. Right. right. But holy moly, did you see him ride out on his horse? And He was really showing up how good, how good his horse rides to everybody. Mm -hmm. But what everybody didn't realize, he only has one arm. Yeah. And that other arm... Had a bullwhip or a, yeah, yeah, something in its yeah, hand. He, just he wasn't touching arm, the reins. And that horse was watching. You know, horses can see behind them better than any animal I know. And he was watching those that guy's arm, whichever way he'd point, while that horse had turned that way. You know, it's amazing. In case you hadn't been here, me and Jimbo were coming from the, the lobby of the Ben Johnson Cowboy Museum. And right here where we sell the books and people take their picture on the buffalo. And we got all the great cowboy art for sale by the greatest cowboy artisans in the world. 
you hadn't been here. If you're wondering what's going on with all the commotion, we're just here in the lobby. Yeah, just another day at the Ben Johnson Cowboy Museum. That's right. It's good to see people actually oh, walking yeah. around in the yeah, lobby. You bet. Absolutely. Love it. Jimbo. Let's get back to the steer roping. We had the bandit. We had the dummy roping. We had the cow cutter. We had a great steer roping. The winners. Dark horse. I'm going to call him a dark horse. Right. Clay Long. Clay Long. He put it on him. He had a time of, uh, he was 18 on his first one. Then 12.07, 12.7, and 15.27, 58.1 on four. Well, that's just a good, just a good solid, solid average. Just a solid roping, you know. Just a good, solid roping. Right. Second, Cody Lee. Cody Lee, our old friend Cody Lee. One of the veterans. One of the veterans. He was 64.6 on four. He's done one at two or three other times, Jimbo. Yeah, I think he has. Cody Lee. Is it yeah. Three? I don't know. I'd have is to go is back he a three-time champion? He might be, but at he least might be. at least twice. I think he won it two years in a row, one time, maybe won it one other time. I'm not sure. But uh, he's he has one of the winningest records at the Ben Johnson period. Right, right. Whether it's just winning checks or winning first. Right, right. It'd be interesting to go back and see how many averages he's placed in. And then the great four-time world's champion Rocky Patterson won third. One of the greatest there's ever been, One of the Jimbo. Best ever been, and you know. Still, and you know he's, he's well up in his fifties. I don't know exactly how yep. old he is, but uh, I know he's that old because he was roping in the seas when I was still roping. You know, makes you wonder um, how many times we're going to be able to watch him rope with the Ben Johnson well, anymore. Well, you know? the way he ropes, I'm adding quite a while. <laughs> it's looking like it. he's he, like fine wine. The older he gets, the better he gets. He, it's the dangest thing. He ropes just about as good as a guy can rope. And uh, fourth was uh, Chad Mathis. I tell you what, that's a big old, tall, long, lanky guy. He got in through the through the qualifier, Jimbo, that that they had in Claremore, and he uh, pulled a fourth place out of the deal. And he was from, uh, according to this Morristown, Arizona. He's moved around a little bit. That's just where he's hanging yeah. his hat now. Right. I think he's originally, possibly, I'm thinking around from Stigler, Oklahoma. Okay. And he moved to Texas. Now I believe he is out in the Arizona's. Yeah. Territories. Well, you can rope all year out there. That's right. You can show it showed. Yeah. He's been roping all sure year did. out there too. And then Cody, a Husker's own, Connor McNeil, one fifth. That's right. And boy, he roped good. He he was fourteen on his first year and then twenty five and then fourteen and thirteen. If he hadn't been twenty five, he'd have just been fifteen on his second year, he'd have won the whole roping. Yeah, that first run he made was good, too. He was yep. a long ways down the pin on that 14. Yep. That's one of the few runs I got to watch, Jimbo. Right. Yeah, he, he really wrote solid. And he comes, of course, from a great family here in the, the Husk area. Grandfather Ellis yeah. Thomas. He's a good he, – yeah, his good grandfather too. was a good guy. Yeah, I did a lot guy. of business with him. and yeah, He yeah. was a big steer open fan, too. Sure he was. You yeah. know, he was smiling down just watching Connor rope in this oh, deal. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it, it was great. Like I say, they're a great family. And then uh, – Sixth was John Bland. He furnished cattle, didn't he? Yeah, and you know, he popped his shoulder out of socket on his I last steer and went ahead and tied him. How did he tie tied that steer with his shoulder out of socket? I didn't know what had happened to him. He was right in front of us, and I knew he was hurt. He was really hurting. But then when he got off, somebody helped him pop it back in. Yeah, that has to be painful. I don't know how you'd go ahead, and I'd be wanting to just. Yeah, I don't know how you went ahead and tied that steer. Come with get me. Shoulders dangling there out of its socket. Of course, socket. he was in the average. He was sitting good in the average. Well, he pulled out a little money. Yeah, yeah. 
He pulled out a little money. Who won the go rounds, Jimbo? Let's look at that real quick. Did you well, have now, them marked down? No, I probably don't have them marked. But that uh, Logan Curry won two of them. You know, he won the uh, the short go and the third go around. And uh, I think Rocky uh, Cole Patterson won a go around, I believe. There was over forty thousand, forty-two thousand dollars up for grabs at the steer open, Jimbo. Oh, that was a good one. And it's PRCA approved. $5,000 saddle they got. Buckle, tie and dummy. Whole complete champions package. You know, with all the added money given out, every check given out, and their prizes, we give away well over $100,000 right here in Pahuska during Ben Johnson days to, to Cowboys and Cowgirls. Wow, that's a lot of money. That's a lot of money for, for a, town a Western of, event. You for know. a town of 3,500 yeah. people to pay no, out I over a weekend, really for sure. And that's why they'll be back next year, for sure. And, um, you know, I want to take this time real quick while, while we're here, Jimbo. I want to thank the committee that helped me, Pat Lyons, the Z-Bells, the Davises, and uh, Johnny Kelly. Thank you, guys. Anna from right here at the museum. She did a great job selling advertisements for the for the program and get us some sponsors. Thank you, Anna, and our in-house graphic girl, Joe Scholl. She she Best really serious. she she nailed it. And I just want to really thank the whole committee. It was a real group effort. It was a real community effort to bring this to to town. And you know, me and Jimbo, we got pretty big announcement coming up actually. Um, this is really going to be a big addition to the weekend. It's going to be a major addition to the weekend, and we uh, we got an announcement coming up. I just don't know. I'm not quite ready to announce it right. today. Are you, Jimbo? No, no. We'll keep it under hat a little bit longer, but stay tuned. We're working on something big, and everybody's really going to like it, I think. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. And uh, also, your songwriting career, how's that coming along, Jimbo? Well, pretty good. Pretty good. We got some CDs here at the museum. Got You're not singing on the CD, or no? You? Thank God, no. You're not even singing any backup or nothing. No, nothing, nothing. You playing the triangle? No, not even spoon. Triangle. Yeah, I just put them lyrics to it. I've got two songs on there, and also uh, the Ballad of Ben Johnson. All you Ben Johnson fans, you've got to have the Ballad of Ben Johnson CD. So it, it's available on the Ben Johnson Cowboy Museum website. This CD. And it's available right here in the store. You can call and order it right through the store. Um, I don't know the telephone number here. Just look it up. Ben Johnson Museum in Pahuska. Yep. You bet. Got to get that. We'll get it to you. It's got two of Jimbo's original songs on it. They got published by a real band of musicians. And <laughs> I tell you what, his favorite song is different than my favorite song. So I like one of them better that he wrote, and he likes the other one better that he wrote. So that's a good testament to him. Somebody likes his other one. It's yeah. me. I love that other one. I yeah. catch myself humming yeah. it all the time. Yeah. There you go. Well, Jimbo, what else we got for them today? Oh, I don't know. Just uh, I hope if they didn't make it this year that they'll sure come next year because it's going to be bigger and better. I can't believe the way it's grown. And just what's it been, three or four years for Ben Johnson Day? It has been. It was just, you know, we already had a lot of stuff going on. Right. We had the roping going on. We had the uncorked already going on event and the cattleman's tour and luncheon. Right. We just added a lot more to it. Right. I know. So it's a great big weekend. Um, if you can't find a room next year in Pahuska, 
just make plans, bring your camper trailer. We got a spot for about 300 campers out there, and it's going to be a great time. Next year in Pahuska, it's going to be bigger and better. Jimbo heard some of the people they were talking to about getting some pretty big names and as far as bands in, and and uh, like I said, me and Jimbo, we got a great big announcement for that weekend next year. It's going to be coming up soon. Oh, yeah. This deal, I, I just, the sky's the limit for this weekend, for that particular weekend, every or whole week, actually, next year yep there's more than you can do you can't do everything so you need to come multiple years so you can experience every single event that we got going on right here at ben johnson days in pasca and you know we'll see everybody next year that that wasn't there this year and we'll see everybody next year that was there i'm this sure year. everybody here this year will be back next year because it was great all right well jimbo it's been a good one another good one Clay Long, congratulations, champion of the 69th annual Ben Johnson Memorial Steer Open. Good roping, man. Yeah, you rope good. Good black horse, too. I talked to him on the phone today, Jimbo, because we were going to try to get a sound right. bite from right. him. He's actually on his way from Prineville, Oregon, to somewhere in South Dakota, steer roping. He's, he's, make, he's making a push to make the national finals. So and He was just here Sunday. He was just here Sunday. Now he's in Oregon. I didn't even know you could get there from here. That's <laughs> well, a long, long, long drive. Then he's going back to, to there. And then from there, he's going to Pecos, Texas. From Pecos, Texas, he's going to Prescott, Arizona, and then on to Belfouche, South Dakota. So he's got a busy couple weeks ahead of him. And Clay Long, good luck. See you at the national finals, probably. You're part Hopefully. of a Husky history now, man. All right, everybody. This has been another edition of the Cowboys of the Osage podcast. Hey, we'll see y'all next week. Be sure and like and share. Sure means a lot to me and Jimbo. Yes. See y'all. Bye. Old stories like long lost friends. Rodeos and late night bends History before our time Round pens and pasture rides Cowboys of the Osage